I'm Ashley Dansby with Stagecoach Media and your local news for this Thursday. We've got a lot happening across the area, lots of kudos to give out today, and we're certainly going to do that right here in local news. We begin with TSTC and Marshall, who held their commencement ceremony in downtown Marshall at Memorial City Hall on Wednesday evening. They celebrated 54 Marshall graduates. Congratulations to each and every one of you. Also yesterday in Jefferson, 16 JHS welding students earned their AWS Structural Welding Certification, along with 13 Queen City ISD students and five students from Linden ISD. The Jefferson High School students were Logan Wall, Jackson Joseph, Wesley Trebing, Nathan Allen, Chris Tudor, Ryan Yeeter, Joseph Woods, also Knox Tomlinson, Brent Ansley, Garrett Sweeney, Alan Bautista, Caleb Larson, Parker Key, Hunter Smith, Taylor Rowe, and Kayla Montalvo. Congratulations to each one of those Jefferson students. And also, MISD has announced their top 10%. We've got some very worthy students who were named in the top 10%. Congratulations go out to each and every one of you, and also the valedictorian this year, who is Margaret Truelove, and the salutatorian, who is Skylar Smith. Congratulations to each of the students named to the top 10%. The City of Marshall will have a volunteer workday tomorrow for Wonderland of Lights, where volunteers will be sorting and helping to clean skates. Here's Main Street Coordinator Lacey Burson with more. Um, we do already have a um, workday planned. First one is going to be for the skates. Um, just so I'm going to go ahead and make that plug right now. <laughs> it's going to be April 29th. It is a Friday. We're going to be at the Sweatco building. Um, we're going to meet at 10. And... Uh, and be there until we're done, uh, probably a couple hours. This is not going to be our only volunteer work day. We are going to do them at different days and different times to accommodate as many people as we can. And again, those who wish to volunteer will meet at the Swepco building tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Well, speaking of the city, the city council will meet this evening. They'll be meeting at 6 o'clock in council chambers there at City Hall on Alamo Street. Among the items on the agenda for tonight is an ordinance. Consider approval of an ordinance amending provisions of the Code of Ordinances relating to offenses and establishing a curfew for minor children, providing for penalties, providing for publication, and establishing an effective date. In addition to that ordinance, they will also... Uh, have discussion concerning the status of the vacant structure registration ordinance. Now, of course, we will provide you with more information tomorrow morning here on Stagecoach Media. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to do a artist interview with John Hope, who is the recent Future Faces Award winner at the T3R Awards that were held in March at Texas Live there in Arlington. He's a fantastic artist. I had a great time visiting with him about his new single, Fort Worth Colin Dallas, and he told a story about how he was able to get Milo Deering, one of the most versatile and respected musicians on the Texas music scene, to lay down the fiddle tracks for his new song. Fiddle was not recorded until uh, the week that it released. Or Interesting. The so that's that's Milo Deering on fiddle. I actually met him. Really? I met him at the T3R show, and... Um, and he, I, we did, we went to do sound check and they started playing and, uh, and Will and I, my producer, who's also my guitar player, he, he looks at me like, oh my God, this fiddle is amazing. I mean, we just like, as soon as Milo came in, 
we just, Will and I locked eyes, and I was like, I was nodding my head like, yeah, buddy. And so ask Will is the guy that will go up and talk to anybody. Like if if the president was walking around, he would not have a problem just walking up and going, hi, I'm I'm Will Wallace. I do this. He's <laughs> that guy. And so after soundcheck, he walked over to Milo, and he was like, Milo, my name's, you know, Will Wallace. And uh, I, I produced, you know, John's song, and I was just wondering if maybe we could get you to cut some fiddle tracks on it. And uh and Milo was like, yeah, absolutely. He was like, when when do you need it by? And Will was like, Thursday? <laughs> and he was like, Thursday? And, and Milo was like, yeah, actually, I could do it by then. He said, because I said, we're supposed to release it the following Monday. And he was like, yeah, I can, I can get it to you by then. And so he, he cut, the, he cut the, fiddle, the fiddle track. And Now, if you've never heard of Milo Deering, that's okay. You'll know his work. He's not only done tons of great songs, fantastic songwriting, but also musical scores for movies such as Hope Floats. He also did the famous Motel 6 jingle, We'll Leave the Light On For You. Buddy Power Promotions continues the planning for Stagecoach Days coming back to Marshall May 20th through 22nd, and plans are going well. There was another meeting held last evening of the Stagecoach Days Committee. Things are well underway, and they've even been able to extend the deadline for vendors by just a couple of days. If you would like a vendor booth, call 903-926-0456. Call today. The deadline's coming up very quickly. That's 903-926-0456. Also, parade entries are needed. There is no fee to be a part of the parade, and really there's no deadline to sign up. As long as they know you're going to be coming early enough for them to get you in the parade, you are certainly welcome to attend. It is going to be a fantastic three-day festival, one that you do not want to miss. The Jefferson Lions Club took home several prestigious honors during the recent Lions District 2 by 2 convention held in Mount Pleasant. Lion Mary Spearman was presented the Texas Lions Foundation Award for distinguished service in working with the new Avenger Club. PDG Paul Moore received the Governor's Recognition Award, presented to only one individual per district in each of the 16 Texas Lions districts. Lion Peggy Walker was awarded a Certificate of Recognition and service for her work in promoting Texas Lions Camp. She organized the district-wide campaign Stepping Up for TLC, which netted a record-breaking $11,879.16 for Texas Lions Camp. Lion Charles Ellenberg from the Avenger Branch Club was given a Certificate of Recognition for Leadership. The Jefferson Lions Club was commended for positive growth in membership and 200% giving to Lions Charities. Congratulations to the Jefferson Lions Club overall and each of those individuals honored. Yesterday, I released Game Warden Weekly, and I released that as a completely separate segment than your local news, and I heard very quickly that many of you want to hear that in your local news, and I'm listening, so I'm going to go ahead and put yesterday's program into your local news this morning. If you've already heard it, no worries. Just turn the podcast off and go listen to some good John Hope music. If you haven't, here is Game Warden Weekly.
I'm Ashley Dansby on Stagecoach Media, and this is Game Warden Weekly. I have some really great information coming up from Game Warden Darren Peoples. Stay tuned for that. But first, I want to tell you about the retirement of Texas Parks and Wildlife Game Warden Canine Woodrow. After nine years of service and very hard work, Woodrow is the Labrador that had to be taught to swim. I'm not kidding. He was certified in narcotics detection, human trafficking, off-lead search and rescue, and article search. He's always been known as a very independent and somewhat stubborn Labrador. It has been said that Woodrow and his game warden handler, Derek Nows, deserved each other. Nonetheless, from the Texas Panhandle to the Rio Grande Valley and all points in between, Woodrow knew when it was time to go to work and get the job done. He assisted a game warden by locating a rifle hidden in the brush of one of his first article search deployments, which resulted in an arrest for hunting without consent. During his career, he was even able to locate several weapons that were evidence in assaults and one pistol that was used in a homicide. He assisted multiple other agencies in numerous narcotic searches throughout the years, but his bread and butter was always finding people. Woodrow was successful in tracking two runaway juveniles, a missing elderly gentleman with dementia, and numerous criminal suspects. Even though he is retired, he will still get to run a fun track in the pasture behind the house or find a quarter thrown in the yard now and then. Maybe some fetch in the lake since he finally learned how to swim. Yes, Woodrow was seriously a Labrador retriever that had to be taught how to swim. It has been Woodrow's absolute pleasure to serve the people of the state of Texas, and we wish this canine hero a well-deserved retirement. And now here's Game Warden Darren Peoples with information about what exactly game wardens do. So so we're state police officers like the state troopers, and, and really there's four... There's four um, I say divisions or areas of that, and that's state troopers, uh, your Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission, and then your uh, your prison system, the TDCJ, they have some internal investigators. And so that makes up what we call Schedule C state employees, uh, state peace officers. So we have the same jurisdiction as as the, the troopers or the rangers or whatever. Um, so kind of the slogan they say with us is law enforcement off the pavement. Now we can encounter anything from, I mean, obviously the, hunt, the hunting regulations, uh, the uh, protecting conservation of law enforcement, but it kind of unravels a lot of other things a lot of times too into the into the arena of stolen property, drugs. What, what I've always said for years is an outlaw is an outlaw. So when you get into that case, there's no telling what you're going to find. I can't. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we've uh, I've worked cases with the sheriff's office that have started as one of my cases and turned into a case with them, you know, or vice versa. So um, I mean, we could do the the normal traffic enforcement the, the penal code enforcement we do all that now if i pull you over on a traffic stop you really messed up you, you messed up that's just not my if i was in that been a state trooper but uh the what like i said earlier the water's really kind of where our niche is just kind of off the beaten path you know when when we have the missing people the or if we're looking for somebody a lot of times the sheriff's office will call and say hey do you know where this camp is or do you know where this old field road you know because those are the those are the that's where we're at. Like I, I want to go where the people aren't, you know, where the, a lot of people aren't. So um, that's kind of the niche. Uh, being in the river bottoms up around Caddo, and so that's just kind of our niche. And we just really want to help. I mean, we just really like like helping the other law enforcement partners. That's Game Warden Weekly. I'm Ashley Dansby on Stagecoach Media.